0: All
2: right, we're kicking off Mother's Day edition. So before we say anything, I need to give a shout out to every mama out there because I hope that your children treat you and spoil you the right way this weekend. Anybody else wanted to like echo that? Happy Mother's Day. Happy
1: Mother's Day. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. My Christmas gift yeah. came so late this year that like, I'm considering it like a half Christmas, half Mother's Day gift, so.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I was about to give your mother an, a special shout out because she's the one that birthed our Tiger King. We're actually welcoming Chicago's very own Tiger King to today's episode because we <laughs> needed to switch things up. You know, we've been chatting with all different kinds of people, but today is the day where Joe Exotic has got some serious competition. I love that he's turning around to pick them up right now. But well, now they're like,
1: they're stage fright right now.
2: They got got scared. They're shy. They need to warm up. So our tiger King is Jonathan Vargas or John. Can we call you Jonathan? Which do you prefer?
1: John It's too long. Even I don't even pronounce it right.
2: Okay. Well, John Vargas is here and we're calling him a tiger King because he's a cat daddy and he's so on brand with being a cat daddy. Oh, look, which one is that one?
1: This is the baby. This is Chester.
3: Stop it, Chester. <laughs> that's why I'm here. Nina said that little mini tigers are going to be on the call, so I was like, "Oh, no question, I'm in." Oh this.
1: yeah, no, yeah. If my camera was a little bit better. You could see all the different like scratches and stuff. Yeah. God, oh
2: that's my how. That's how you know when you meet people, you check their hands, and then that's yeah. how you all know you're part of the same gang where you're a cat owner. Um, like, oh, we got cats. <laughs> <laughs> we know. We know what to expect now. Um, Angie and Chris are here too. Hi. Hey, y'all. Hi. Um, The fun thing about the guests that I've had on the past few episodes, they are my friends. And during this time, I think it's really important to have fun people around. And all of these people that I've selected to be guests have helped me at different points in my life and have been super inspiring. Now, John, because he is a new voice and actually probably one of what, three dudes that we've had on the podcast so far? Yeah. Yeah. Was that one of the cats? Uh, Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) They're like circling me like sharks right now.
2: That's so cool. That's so funny. Um, So that's a lot of pressure for you. You're bringing testosterone to our guilty pleasures and growing pains. I'm going to try. Okay. I like it. Um, So thank you guys for joining us. This is fun. So John, I don't know if you remember this. So John is one of the first people that I kind of got close to when I moved to Chicago. And I don't know if you remember this, but it was... You know, back in like February of last year, you asked me. You said, "What are your goals for this year?" And I was like, "You know, I really want to have a podcast, and I've been talking about it for like two years." And so that was just something that kind of always stuck out in my mind because I was like, "Man, I said it out loud. I got to get this shit on the road. Let's go!" And so by the end of the year, I finally started to put it in motion. But I just wanted to remind you of that because it's kind of part of the process. And we're here.
1: I'm on board. I'm (laughs) supporting you. You let me know what you need.
2: Okay. That's it. We're just going to kick right off. Quarantine diaries is what it is. I have also asked John to write a diary. When was the last time you even, do you write? Is that something that you do?
1: I write a ton of notes for work because I'm very Mm -hmm. forgetful. Mm -hmm. But as far as diary entry, no. You've
2: never had a diary in your entire life? Like even when you were
1: a kid? I have actually. And it's funny because like, this was like probably like in high school and of course, I think everyone has like that, like nosy parent, which was my mom. <laughs>
3: day. Mother's and Day. And it's just like
1: years later, years would go by, right? And then a couple of years ago, she was just like, oh, I remember this beautiful poem you like had written. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she uh-huh. later to find out, she was like in my diary all the time. I had no idea was like stupid.
2: You wrote And I think she you, still has that. The poem that you wrote? Was it a poem for her? It was just a yeah. poem that
1: you wrote. She even framed it.
2: No way. Do you know? remember it?
1: Uh, no, but I can probably ask for it. I know she has it somewhere.
2: John is born and raised in Chicago too, obviously. Actually, I shouldn't say obviously, because we do have people listening from all over the world. We like to give special shout outs to the Philippines and Singapore and New York, California, India. Nice. I know it's pretty exciting that we're starting to get that reach, but this is a human thing. Everybody out here just trying to get through life while he takes a sip of his Red Bull. So also, why don't you introduce yourself? Like what you do. You are John, the Red Bull man. Jonathan,
1: people call me Vargas. I'm not as cool as James Bond, so I never refer myself as Vargas. It's always John. Uh, I work for Red Bull product placement. Let's take a moment of silence here. I've been eating too much shit lately, so I've got to watch the girlish figure, you know?
2: So what do you do for Red Bull?
1: So I work for, uh, it's pretty much called a musketeer and everyone laughs at that. But I do uh, work on like, Marketing and sales for bars, restaurants, and clubs uh, in downtown Chicago. So it's pretty fun. It's actually a lot of work, um, but we got to make it look easy and got to be able to drink a lot and stay up late, Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) do it seven days a week.
2: That's not really that much different than what you would be doing anyway. So now I'm getting paid. (laughs) You found the dream gig, and the cool thing is, is you're still working. Your job hasn't been affected, so you're still in effect
1: yeah tons of calls we're kind of like forecasting whenever this is all going to blow over so we're kind of like looking into the future so quarter three and four of the year so like fall winter time mm-hmm. just kind of planning around like festivals and stuff like that and things that we can do then um but we're actively like trying to like target like restaurants that are open
0: mm-hmm. and
1: try to get like under to-go menus and stuff like that so there's a huge opportunity for growth that we actually never realized mm-hmm. until this happened so it's kind of a good thing
2: That's kind of what everybody has been saying and not just in business, even though a lot of people took a hit from it, but there's just so much opportunity for growth in general because people are forced to think outside the box when it comes to everything. And there was a story that I saw today. Did you guys see this Krista, Angie, that, um, they there's an, a YouTube artist who wants to start touring and playing at drive-in theaters, and so this weekend here in Chicago, well, the Chicago land is McHenry considered Chicagoland? Okay, so out there in in a place called McHenry, which is far from from downtown, the the, the Chicagoans are. I guess I'm, I'm a Chicagoan now too, but they're like, no, it's far. But anyway, they do have a drive-in and they're opening up this weekend. And so now people feel like that's a safe way to do it. So this artist has this really great idea that he's going to start playing shows at these drive-ins. So people can go and like be in their cars. And I was always thinking about it. It was like, when you go... For to see the Christmas lights and stuff, and you can just put like it on a on a radio station, and then you can hear it, and you just kind of like eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in your car and have a day, you know. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Also, like, I mean, I feel like the most fun I have is when I am in the car, you know, singing
3: with my friends or just like dancing. I don't know. I think it's a really good idea. It's smart too. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I don't know if you guys know this, uh, or Ange, but have you guys heard of Cascade?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. So the thing is, much closer than McHenry.
0: Oh, um, wait, that's a like,
2: drive-in? I thought you were talking about the artist. Okay, so wait, what? Oh, no, it's a
3: drive-in. <laughs>
1: it's, no. a, it's called Cascade Drive-In Movie Theater. It's essentially it's already built for something like this that you've seen. And I actually brought it up with my Red Bull team because that's something that we can do and you know, hire a limited amount of like security just to make sure everyone's staying in their cars and whatnot. But it's super easy. We can use the allotment of DJs that are already in our network. We have that kind of like stage already for Cascade already kind of being built for this because it's a drive-in movie theater. So yeah. it's like literally a knockout of the park. And I just mentioned that to them
3: yesterday. You're on top of it. Robins are it, y'all. I'm sorry, but you can get away with so much more <laughs> s- at the drive-in than, like, a regular theater. Like, you can bring those, you can... You know, sketchy booze, ass. You know, you yeah, know, I don't it.
2: have to, like, pack my my sweatshirt That's with not, a bunch
3: of food. Lame. I'm ready for this to happen. <laughs> pack a couple roadies. Man, and I'm going to r- briefly comment too, to everybody listening. Um, Jonathan Vargas is the plug in Chicago, y'all. <laughs> very humble. He's very Man. calm. He's definitely that guy that, like, I know the promoter. Like I be gassing like what? John Vargas? Bark-
1: that's my friend. Like I know you. That's my, my friend. I'm gonna put my phone on that's silent right now before people. Very <laughs> humble. Right
2: John is the person though that you walk down the street and he knows at least like w- at least one, and that means that's like a short walk. Like you took a block of a walk, one person. You keep going. Forget about it. It's
1: so funny you say that because my brother and I used to like run marathons together. So we used mm-hmm. to train together too, and we would run all throughout the city and. There'll be times where just people will stop me or honk the horn, and he hates it. He absolutely hates it. (laughs) And I'm like, like, what am I supposed to do?
2: You're just too friendly, John. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, hey. <laughs> uh, John is also so on brand because a couple weeks ago, we're calling him the Tiger King because of, of his Bengal cats, which are beautiful cats that look like mm-hmm. mini tigers. And mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, we were talking and I was like, John, I've watched all my shows. What am I supposed to watch? This guy literally goes, oh, you need to see Tiger King. And then what was it? Don't fuck with cats. Is that what it's called? Or don't mess well, with cats?
1: Yeah. It's, a, it's a hard watch. <laughs> Okay,
2: that's 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 not my point. But, hey, the point, you um, guys, I asked for shows. This guy no gives cat. me two shows with cats in them.
3: Quality oh, content. I mean,
1: yeah. I'm giving you the best. Uh, <laughs> so you thank me late.
2: And I appreciated the fact that you were so excited and on brand. As as we're on Zoom right now by the way guys. So if audio sounds a little bit different than you're used to, so when I tell you I'm looking at John in the corner of the screen with a tail like right by his ear, this is <laughs> this is real life.
1: Every Zoom meeting, every morning we have 3 a day. These cats always just want to like show off and be like stealing the show and there's always a a tail that goes right across my nose. <laughs> and people, I could just see all the other faces in our Zoom meeting just start dying laughing.
2: But like real talk though, for you to be quarantined in a house with, with two cats, like do you think that's helpful?
1: There's- yeah. I mean, especially Bengals. The thing is, I don't know, all these, if you're uh, tuning in and, and listening or watching, um, mm-hmm. if you have a cat and if you have a Bengal, you know the complete difference Ooh. between the two. I much rather be quarantined with these guys because it's just mayhem 24 seven and they don't sleep because I'm always here. So they don't know when to sleep. So their sleep schedule is all thrown off.
2: I used to have a theory about cat guys and I always used to call them selfish because cats were or are in theory, not bangles as you have made it very clear to tell me, but that cats are just so self-sufficient. They're antisocial. They just want to take care of their business. So for a dude to own a cat, this was my theory. They just wanted something to love them when they felt like it could feed them and then just like let it go and it would be fine. But... My theory has been disproven on, on a couple of accounts. So while I still think that's true in certain occasions, John's cats are high maintenance and apparently people that own cats are supposed to be some of the most intelligent and curious people you'll ever meet. Ooh, I've heard that too.
1: Wow. <laughs> I'll take that. Where did you find that?
2: I, I Googled it just so I could I drop a little nugget on oh, you. So you know you. it's
1: real.
2: Yeah. The internet is a great place with all kinds of information on it. So and especially <laughs> if you Google it, you might be able to find his diary entry. Let's just jump right into it. Do you have it?
1: Absolutely. Okay. I, I don't know that. how, but one of these guys just like ate my shoelace and totally untied it right now. <laughs> That's what I deal with every day.
2: Ange has a dog and her dog hasn't even jumped in the screen once. Meanwhile, <laughs> your cats have been on your lap and on your shoes. Look at this guy. He's just like, I'm chilling.
1: So it's been a while. So I might be a little bit rusty, but I mean, I already talked to myself in person a lot. So just putting <laughs> this uh, on paper, but uh, let's shoot. So I was, dear diary. I have packed out a few pounds as of late, but it's all right. More cushion for the pushing, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm super petty for this, but I've been feeding Leo and Chester way too much lately just to have them nice and plumpy like myself.
2: The cats, the cats.
1: Yeah. Leo and Chester. Leo's the older one. Chester's the baby.
3: <laughs>
1: Such a Hispanic thing to say, I know. But it helps get my hyper-ass cats sleepy and tired. Their sleep schedule, as I just said, uh, has been so off lately. And now I'm suffering because of it. Uh, once they're asleep, everything around the house now has to be silent or stealth-like. If I got to pee, I'll have to tiptoe to the bathroom or just hold it and maybe risk it in a UTI. Uh,
2: <laughs> as he takes a sip work. of Red Bull.
1: Hey, <laughs> uh, I learned to wear socks and having that being the ultimate cheat code because I could slide the whole way with little sound and do anything <laughs> not to disturb them.
2: Is this from your childhood, sneaking out of your house, put on socks, slide by mama, and I'm like, I'm out?
1: Actually, my mom would never let me leave the house barefoot, so maybe.
3: Maybe, okay.
1: And you better believe I'm not answering any phone calls once they're asleep. Forget about it. Just (laughs) the sound of my voice instantly triggers them, playtime. And let me tell you, this cat daddy don't play that shit at 1 a.m. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Who's calling you at 1 a.m.?
1: Like, You'll is be surprised. People <laughs> are still talking about work. And I'm just like, I hope none of these, none of my coworkers, because they're going to be like, oh, man, that's me.
2: I hope they do. Shout out to Red Bull. Your
1: club. Uh, it's, and at 1 o'clock, especially not when I'm still wasted from virtual happy hour, uh, that also resulted in me ordering a deep dish pizza large enough to order uh, feed a family of 20.
2: I haven't had pizza since the beginning of quarantine. Stuff. that i gotta fix that okay that's
1: my biggest bind right now i just like i want pizza all the time um and i swear these guys run my life i might as well be paying them rent because i feel like i'm a guest at my own home i was like shit leo just woke up literally he's running around right now thanks to that liberty mutual commercial send help in an hour if i if you don't hear from me
2: <laughs> the cat life is serious guys
1: These guys know when the camera's on and when I start to talk, that's when they start flipping out. And right now, they're just like going crazy on the scratching post.
2: I asked a friend of mine this, I think a couple episodes ago, and she's got a kid and she's married and she, I was like, do you have a place in your house that you can hide where you can just be by yourself? Mm -hmm. See, like with you and your cats, like, do you have a place that you can hide? Is it like the
1: bathroom? So that's the only thing I really do miss about my previous apartment that I had to just emergency like had to move from because it was so much bigger than the one I'm in now. Um so I it's it's a two bedroom but it's still not as big uh as the other one. But realistically no. No. I do have a little patio though which is dope because once this is nice weather like today if I just wanted to get away and just close the door but we'll still be kind of home.
2: Yeah. Just
1: walk on my patio and just close the door.
2: Patio squatting is the move and you're so lucky that you have one of those right now because I don't know what we're supposed to do this summer. Like patio That is going to be my life. My door is open right now. You guys can't see it. I feel like I'm throwing a party. I cleaned before this just so it would be nice for you guys, (laughs) even though you're not here. My patio is all set up and the patio squat is the move.
1: Have you had those uh, like ADM like cowbell party thing or something
2: like that? Last night was the first night that I heard it in the West Loop, but South Loop. Krista lives in the South Loop. This is here in Chicago and probably in all of... um, a lot of the cities, New York, I know they do it too. It's the nurse appreciation, the doctors for our healthcare workers. Krista is every night. And then you, are you hearing yeah, it too, John? I did it
1: once in Ukrainian Village. And I think uh, I think Cheryl Scott or something like that, the weather girl from like Channel 7. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, okay. I know her husband. Yeah, they're pretty cool. But apparently they live in Ukrainian Village, so they're advertising it on their socials. And I was just like, I already make a shit ton of noise. <laughs> I was like, what's 8 o'clock any different? But you're, exactly.
2: you're appreciating healthcare workers all day every time you're banging oh, pots yeah, around exactly. your place.
3: I have to drive to South Loop to go see and hear it. My neighborhood doesn't do that. My neighborhood's where they don't even give a candy on Halloween. I don't know. What? Mm-hmm. She lives close to where you used to
2: live.
1: Yeah, the two apartments ago.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: Got some nice houses around there too. You would think they would get some like the name brand candy too.
2: Nope, but I mean now we're doing the best that we can especially with with zooms and stuff just trying to have any kind of human connection And we've all been pretty lucky krista and and I john has had to move during all of this You've had a birthday during all of this Which we definitely need to talk about because krista has one coming up this weekend in quarantine Ooh. birthdays The parades. I don't know what's going on now or what you're even supposed to yeah. um Expect at this point, John. Are you like having any human contact? Like, are you seeing people?
1: No, I've actually been actually pretty responsible, which is a little surprising because uh I'm not a big homebody person. So I always need that like social interaction. So I have a lot of my friends always ask me like, "Oh, are you okay?" And I'm actually like, "Yeah, i actually doing pretty good. I got I got my mask. You know, <laughs> I got my gloves. My mom's making masks. They're like the size of your entire head, so she's that's working on it.
3: You know. that's cute. That is yeah. good
1: but I've been pretty good. And the thing is like, yeah, with the whole birthday situation it was weird because I mean, what are you going to do right now? But right. these zoom, uh, happy hours. Up. Let me tell you, they what get real. you,
2: what did you end up doing?
1: Yeah. So town nightclub decided to throw me a little virtual party, um, uh, using their Instagram channel. I think it was like marquee in new, York, uh, Vegas. And I had it like Benny Benassi, pretty big DJ. Um, DJing, give me like a little shout out and stuff like that. And then I had my own Zoom party where I invited my own friends. But um, I was actually, you know, I had to go see my parents. They only live like 10 minutes away. They made me a a little cake, but I was in her basement and it was like terrible Wi-Fi because the thing is like all the way upstairs. So like my friends are going in and out, can't really hear the music. So I'm just like, cut it.
2: (laughs) That goes back to how Krista said in the beginning that John's the plug and he knows everybody. Did you hear what
3: he just said? Got it. <laughs> I got a shout out, John. For you're me. so famous. I met John. For five minutes, the first time I ever met him in the spot, and the first thing that he asked me was if I wanted a shot, and I knew we were going to be good. I think you said the spot. The spot I, I was like, "Damn, we met at a spot." <laughs> no, <the, laughs> no, no, definitely not the spot. Well, I don't even remember it was. Where did a, you guys meet? It was an electric hotel. Where were we? Not electric. Oh, hotel. electric Girl. hotel. What?
1: Damn, if we're at
2: electric, hotel. I don't car, think it was
3: electric hotel. It was it was hotel. Sub, I've never been. Yeah, it was sub sub. Uh, yeah, that's
1: it. 51. Yeah, my old stomping grounds. Shout out, let's yes.
2: to- <laughs> And I was like, he's, he's good in my book. We talk about a lot of juicy things on this podcast. John, how many pairs of clean underwear do you have right now?
1: Oh, I just did laundry. So probably like <laughs> 10. John's I, yeah. responsible. He doesn't see people. He
2: plays with his cats, but he which, knows
1: everybody in the city. Which, I mean, for people out there who have 800, 900 square <laughs> foot apartment and like a brand new industrial size washer, dryer. This shit is so loud. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so loud, I can hear the neighbor below me washing their clothes. I'm like, ah, it's laundry day.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. How good does it jiggle? Maybe your neighbor just likes to sit on it, you know, like a little... You know, ooh,
1: ooh, it scared the shit out of me one time. <laughs> I left my tide on there and the damn thing fell and I thought one of my cats like collapsed. Oh, oh, Lord. The tide that just like rumbled off.
2: I love that we've been talking about your cats and we've been talking about a lot of stuff. And because this time is ticking it. I don't know how to do this. I did want to ask you though, John, because on a serious note, John's actually a really deep guy and he's always been very helpful. One of the few people that can shake me out of my funks because... I don't listen, but for you, like, have you had any moments though? Like where it's felt hard. I know your friends are checking in on you, but all of us, I think have had our days and to hear from a guy, like we're all emotional and very open about it, but from a dude's perspective where you're trying to stay strong for your people and for your family, have you had moments where you've just been like, I can't, what What the is this? Uh,
1: I would say this, not this past weekend, the weekend before, I don't know what it was. I think it was like also shitty weather. Mm. Um, so it was like one of those things where it's just like, okay, enough's enough. Right. But I think just coming to the realization, like the thing is I, I'm trying to be, I'm always looking to be a realist. Yeah. And the thing is like, we're not the only ones in this situation. And the thing is like, it's much better to be in this situation than then be out working, you know, granted that these people are saving lives and essential workers and stuff like that, but I'd much rather be home safe stuck with these savages
3: Mm -hmm. and
1: the thing is like it'll be all over before we know it and the thing is nicer weather is around the corner Mm -hmm. so i'm always looking to like bike ride walk run whatever outside so i think that's kind of like what i'm looking forward to more than what places are opening for so i'm you know being optimistic that like nicer weather is coming you know everyone else is in this together so but you know if you ever need someone to talk to or just Never bottle anything up. I always tell people, I even post on my social sometimes, just like, if you guys want to talk, just hit me up, right? If everyone needs someone to talk to, get something off their chest um, because everyone's dealing with something. So always got to be available and make sure your friends know that.
2: That's so so true. I mean, side note, it is mental health awareness. And I think that mental health is something that we try to encourage people to talk about a lot more often. Cause I even know there are moments when Crystal will look at me and be like, are you all right? Or, you know, yesterday, honestly, I had a day and I think more than not, we just have to make sure we check in with our people and just say, how are you? And that's why I said that the people that I've been bringing on the podcast, have the last few episodes this is about how we're all doing this together and how we're able to support each other especially right now and so if you don't have a good group of friends as you're listening to us um all of the socials of the people that i've had on so far and john will give you his in just a second too we're accessible to you i'm i'm offering you up to people right now john (laughs) but um but he is really great at at giving advice from a a good place
1: definitely always try to play a devil advocate or just look at both sides of the story right Um, And not just be narrow minded with anything and what anybody tells you. Um, But again, to your point, if you don't have somebody necessarily to go to or that you rely on, make yourself available right and have people you know reach out to yourself because that's super therapeutic in its own
2: so that's true and and it is also okay and super empowering to say you're not okay what did you tell me yesterday Krista
3: I'll be saying all types of mantra stuff protect your peace and give yourself grace and there's I I don't even know what I told you yesterday. you
2: told me it was like it's okay that you
3: don't have your shit together every day yeah I was like even Beyonce doesn't have her shit together every day
1: we need a we need a separate podcast with like stains that belong on like signs that can sell at home goods. Yeah, like oh, yeah. It's okay not to be, and then they hang like it in the kitchen. So
2: right. right, of course you have one to pull out right now,
1: <laughs> and of course you do too. <laughs> Believe, I think I still, yeah, I thought I still had the sticker on there.
3: This one's cool. It says, "Without change, there would be no butterflies."
1: And you can sell it for like ninety dollars. People will buy it.
2: That's so, just have to make it a little bit
3: pretty. Chris, are you going to hold one up too? I'll, I'll read one for you. This will be yours. It says, the most incredible thing about miracles is that they happen. That's basic. Let me, let me flip it over. It's still deep though. It is. Yeah, new, oh, oh, this one's for you, Nina. It says, okay. the new day comes new strength and new thoughts. Eleanor Roosevelt.
2: Preach, Eleanor.
3: Oh. Right, Bye, my Ben. And just
2: like that, we found a way to leave you with a little bit of inspiration with two minutes left on the clock and I didn't upgrade. Oh, shoot. Less than a minute. John, give your socials.
1: My socials? Uh, Shit. Viva Las Vargas for Instagram. There you go. You can't miss him.
2: Tiger King. We love you. Thank you for joining us honestly, I'm not the most technologically savvy person. So thank you for bearing with us. That means we ended a little prematurely. There's a lot of deep stuff we were just starting to scrape the surface on, like how your brain works, how you can control your thoughts, how you truly are the writer of your narrative, which is really empowering if you think about it. So that conversation is coming with our part two. Our Tiger King, John Vargas will be back. Krista, Angie, and myself, thank you as always for being a part of this ride with Guilty Pleasures and Growing Pains.